Welcome back to the Unapologetic Me podcast. I'm your host, Kirby, and I'm so grateful that you are back here with me. I am hopefully going to be back on my streak, streak or my streak of having my longer episodes every single week. Life has just been quite hectic, and I'm not going to lie. Again, I hate that it happens, but the podcast kind of falls to the side when things get a bit hectic. However, if you didn't listen to the episode earlier this week, the Motivational Monday, then you won't know, but I am back in Mexico, which I'm extremely grateful for. It's already been an extremely profound time. Uh, It's been about six days since I've been here and so much transformation has already happened. If you can't go and live in another country, I do highly recommend going to a place and decompressing. I think now more than ever, we all need that. So look into what feels right for you. I'm happy because I drove into Mexico this time around, so I didn't have to get a COVID test uh, or worry about anything like that. If you're driving into the country, that's not something that you have to worry about. I personally just don't want to get that test. I don't want them sticking a thing up my nose. I don't get tested for the flu when I don't have flu symptoms. I'm sorry, but I just don't agree with what they have done with this COVID crap because in case you didn't know, the exact same amount of people died in 2020 as 2019 when there was supposedly this global pandemic that was going on. So I just recommend every single person looking into the actual facts of things, removing yourself from the TV and from fear-mongering and from mainstream media because it's just feeding you things to keep you in fear. They are allowed to lie to you. They don't have to tell you the truth. That's the whole point of fear-mongering and manipulation and control. They tell you what benefits them. And there was no testing done on these COVID vaccines. And anyone who's receiving the vaccine is the people who are being tested on. We are the test models. We are the test monkeys to figure out what this is going to do. They have no idea what's going to happen with this vaccine in the next 10, 20, 30 years. There's a lot of people who have died from receiving it. I just recommend all of you looking into the information on it. If you are interested, look in, dive deeper, look for reputable sources. I don't recommend looking through Google. Google is tampered. It's controlled by mainstream media. You've got to look through these other sources and really decide to find out and dig for deeper information. I just can't recommend enough looking for more information. That's each of our jobs to do in our lives. Anyways, I didn't mean to go into that whole rant, but the whole point is, is I'm happy I'm back here in Mexico and it's been quite transformational. I did plant medicine this week and wow, it was extremely transformative. My episode next week is going to talk about it. I did two different medicines. I did Combo and Bufo, which are both extracts from two different types of frogs. And again, I will talk about it this upcoming week, but it was, wow, I just, I don't really, I haven't even fully processed it to be completely honest. I also have the new moon Reiki that is going to be happening this upcoming Monday. This is not going to be a live Reiki session. It is going to be where you will receive access to the recording on Monday morning at about noon Central Standard Time. So you will be able to purchase it and then you will get sent the recording. You will have it immediately at noon. So you'll have it all day and you can access it whenever you would like to. Because it is not going to be live, it will only cost $25. So if that's something that you're interested in, I highly recommend it. And for all of my podcast listeners, if you're really wanting to purchase it, you can get $5 off using code podcast new moon. 
and that will get you $5 off. So you can get the new moon Reiki for $20. I don't usually do where I'm not doing it live, but this is what works for me in my life right now because I don't have access to high-speed internet at this current Airbnb that I'm at, and I don't want to risk not being able to stream it live in a good way. So that is why I have to do it this way. So I'm just surrendering to that. The only other thing that I want to point out is that I have opened up some Akashic Record readings and intuitive energy readings for the rest of April. I have had my books closed off, so I have opened up and there are a few spots available. If that's something that you are interested in or you have felt called to do, you can go ahead and check that out as well as in the description below. I also have one to two life coaching spots available. I did recently just raise my prices because of the value that I'm giving to my clients. And so I have to honor that. My six month and 12 month life coaching clients have seen tremendous transformations in their lives, really letting go and overcoming a lot of limiting beliefs, a lot of blocks that have been holding themselves back. So if you're interested in one-on-one -on -one life coaching, then you can also check that out in the bio below. I actually don't have it offered right now on my site because I only offer one-on-one -on -one coaching with people who are really ready and wanting to change their lives and I don't just offer it for anyone to purchase. So if that is something that you're interested in, I'll just leave my email below in the description and you can shoot me an email and we can have a conversation about it. I don't want just anyone to be able to purchase coaching to purchase coaching directly from my site because I want people who are really in a position of wanting to change their lives. When I think about where I was at two years ago, I was living at my mom's house, severely depressed, broke, and completely struggling in my life. And in the span of two years, I have completely transformed my life. I'm running a six-figure business now. I'm traveling the world full-time and I have completely flipped my life. And it's honestly from the day-to-day -day practices and rituals and overcoming the traumas and limiting beliefs and things that I have been holding myself in my own life. And that's exactly what I walk you through in your own coaching and helping you overcome so many of the things that may be holding back your own life and the things that you're doing and blocking you from the abundance and the things that you're wanting within your life. I'm also going to be creating some things coming forward, which I'm really excited about, about relationships and limiting beliefs and lack mentality. So stay tuned if those are some things that you might be wanting, but I just can't recommend it enough. If you really are wanting to see change in your life, then investing in a coach who has done it, who has been there, who has proven results is something that might be beneficial for you if you want to get to a certain place in your life and you don't know why you are stuck. Many people ask, well, why do you think you need a coach? Well, even though professional basketball players have the skills and are really good in sports, they still have a coach who is guiding them to success. You know, professional athletes, um, even CEOs of companies, they have people that they lean to for guidance, for direction in their lives. And ultimately to get to the places that we want to get in our lives, you can do it on your own. Absolutely. It's possible. But by having a coach to lean on, to turn to for guidance and direction and support to really push you to become your best is only going to get you there faster. So that's the only reason why I recommend that. Again, I don't ever 
push anybody to do anything in their life. If this is something that you are serious about, if you're really wanting to see change, so many people spoke to me in the beginning of January saying, I want to see this change in my life. And then I asked them recently, have you seen change in your life? And and they're like, no. And I'm like, well, that's because you're not making any changes in your life. You're not bypassing and overcoming the things that you've been through in your life. So you can't expect to see change if you're not actually making change. And if you don't have somebody who's holding you accountable, how are you expecting to see change if you're not going to hold yourself accountable? If we're not ultimately going to hold ourselves accountable, how are we going to expect to really see change in our lives? That's all that I really have to say about that. As always, I do have breath work available. I have other Reiki available. I do have one-on-one Reiki available if that's something that you're interested in. I also am going to be adding onto the site probably this weekend, so you can expect to see it next week, Um, animal Reiki because our animals also absorb and hold a lot of our own pain, so that will also be on there. Other than that, I think that's it. So this podcast episode, I am talking about intuition. And so many people think that connecting with your intuition or receiving downloads or messages or pings, whatever you want to call them, you can literally call them anything. They're each person, it's your own. It can be, you can say messages from God, from source, from universe, whatever you would like to, but basically your intuition is everything. Your intuition is messages from your highest self. Your intuition is messages from God. Your intuition is messages from a higher being a higher dimension ultimately and you can receive intuitive messages in a multitude of different ways so we have four clair senses clairaudient clairvoyant clairsentient and claircognizant every single person is psychic every single person has intuitive gifts ultimately some people have utilize those gifts throughout their whole life so it's something that's extremely easy for them as an adult and some people have lost and forgotten those gifts and skills that they have because you know you didn't grow up in a family that supported them or you weren't aware of them or just anything like that and a part of every single person's purpose is to connect back deeper with their intuitive gifts. We are all celestial. We are all connected. We all have these gifts, but some people have built a stronger intuitive trust muscle than other people. And it's not to say that you can't also get to that level, but it just takes time to come back to that level. Recently during one of my Reiki moon circles, somebody said to me, oh, I'm I didn't see all of the type of things that these other people saw. And number one, in my Reiki moon circles, you've done them before, then you may have already allowed yourself to surrender the point to be receiving these type of downloads. Or if you have built up your intuitive gifts, it's much easier for you to receive messages when you're in these type of surrendered states, such as Reiki. When I first started doing Reiki, receiving Reiki myself, I didn't receive any messages. I saw colors during my Reiki session um, and I felt emotions that were being released, but I didn't receive any messages. I didn't see visions the way that I see them now. That was something that over time I have built to receive those. And so people who have continued to grow and enhance their intuitive abilities when they're in these surrendered states such as Reiki or meditation or anything like that, yes, you are in a place of being able to receive more intuitive downloads. So let me just talk about the clair senses a bit. It takes practice in connecting back to these clair senses. 
I've always been extremely intuitive, but I didn't grow up in a family that really supported these intuitive gifts. And so although I know this now, up until a couple years ago, I didn't really realize that that was the gifts that I had. And my mom used to always say to me like, Kirby, how do you know these things? Or why do you have a hunch about this? And I always used to just be like, I don't know, I just do. And I, I can't explain it. It's something that I've never been able to explain. And it's been something that's kind of ultimately guided my life in a way where I've just really trusted my gut feelings about stuff or the knowing about things and not really questioned it. It's something that I have had. But since I've really had my spiritual awakening and connected much deeper with myself, these gifts have enhanced, but it's also taken daily practice for me to grow them and build that intuitive trust muscle. That's ultimately what I look at it as. You know, when you're working out, say you want to grow your biceps, for anyone who wants to do that, I don't know why, but if say you want to grow your biceps, in order to grow them, you have to do muscle movements for that muscle, your bicep often to enhance them, to grow that muscle. What's the same thing with your intuitive muscle? In my opinion, I don't know why I viewed it as this. I view it as this light within your heart that you're just like enhancing and growing and growing and growing. And so the more that you practice and the more that you allow yourself to connect intuitively, the more that you will grow this. So I'll talk a bit about some things that you can do to connect with your intuition. But first I want to talk about the four clair senses, which are ways that you can receive intuitive messages. First one is clair audience. And this is ultimately receiving intuitive messages or downloads or pings or whatever you want to call them through hearing. And the way that this happens is most times it is in your own voice. You are hearing in your own voice and it is in your own thoughts, which I understand can sound a bit cuckoo or out there. And many people ask me then, well, how do you decipher between what is your thoughts and what is an intuitive download that's in your thoughts? Well, the way that it kind of shows up, for me personally, it usually shows up on like the right side. I Actually, now it kind of shows up on both sides, but... When you're thinking a thought, you're like actively thinking, right? So say you're thinking about baking cookies. You're actively thinking like, I need to get these ingredients and I need to have a bowl and I need to set the oven to X, Y, and Z. So you're actively thinking about baking cookies. Whereas when you receive an intuitive download clairaudiently, it's like all of a sudden the information is just there and you're not actually thinking about it. So many times it's a random thought out of nowhere. So say you're baking cookies and then all of a sudden you think like, I need to create this thing or I need to go and get a massage or I need to call this person. That's the other thing about these intuitive messages. I think people think they're going to be these extremely celestial or godly like things like hello go and do this and it's it's usually just normal things about our lives but we're just being guided to go and do something so ultimately again with all of these clear senses you don't have to do anything with this information that you're receiving as part of our human design we have the option of choice we always have the option of choice you can utilize these messages and take action on them or you don't have to if you take action on them each message is one brick and no brick is more important than another brick 
they're each equally important to source or your highest self or whatever you believe in each one is equal you may think that some are more important than others like change your job to this or go drink water you may think that changing your job is much more important than drinking water but ultimately all of your messages are beneficial for making you your best so our guides or source don't believe that drinking water is less important than switching your job but to us we put these weight on them like they mean more than others but they actually don't they all mean the same they all equate to the same they all equate to guiding us to our path of purpose and alignment so it's just up to us to take action on them if you completely continue to resist you know that you're dehydrated you keep getting these random thoughts to like drink water drink water drink water it's because your body's dehydrated and you need to consume more water but if you completely resist that and just continue drinking pop or coffee or tea, then you're just holding yourself back from reaching a higher status within yourself. We all know things that are good for us, being active, eating healthy food, getting out in nature, but many of us actively choose to resist those things. So you're just not helping yourself become your best. We The more that we allow ourselves to become our best, the more we will become our best. Again, also just taking action. What happens is, like, like I said, each one is like a brick. If you take action on them, what you're doing is you're placing these bricks in front of you. And the more bricks that you place, the more you are building your path of purpose, your path of alignment, your path of fulfillment here on earth. You are never going to see what the entire path looks like. That's not a part of our purpose here on earth is to see what the path is. As you make the choices, as you place the bricks, your path will continue growing and moving forward. The path is going to shape and shift as you place the bricks, as you move forward. And if you take action moving one way, your path's going to move that way. If you take action moving another way, your path's going to move that way. There is no wrong choice. I think many of us think that like, well, this is the right choice and this is the wrong choice. If you have an idea to do anything and it is something that is bringing you excitement, that is the right choice. If you have five ideas of things to do, it doesn't matter which one you do all five are going to lead you to the same destination. It's just up to you to decide which one you want to take action on right now. You will probably ultimately take action on all of them. And if you don't, that's also okay too. Say you have five ideas and you ultimately end up taking action on three of them, that's fine. The other two may come back around at some point in time, or maybe they won't. Maybe these other three are more fulfilling for you that's okay. That's fine. Allow yourself to just take action on them and create forward movement. When people feel stuck in their life, it's because you're not taking action. You're not moving the energy around things that bring you excitement. You're in a place of complacency. You're in a rut, in a ritual of life where you're doing the same type of things. There's no energy moving around you. You have the same type of energy moving around over and over. You wake up, you cook your breakfast, you go to work, you come home from work, maybe you go to the gym, then you sit in front of your TV for three hours, then you take a shower, then you go to bed. Your body's in this state of complacency of the regular same type of things going over and over and over again and ultimately our souls become bored yeah you feel stuck 
Because guess what? Your soul is not meant to be doing the same thing over and over and over and over. We're meant to be moving. We're meant to be growing. We're meant to be evolving. We're meant to be shifting. And when we're not doing things to bring some type of excitement into our lives, some new things to challenge us, to push us, to help us grow, our souls are bored. They're like, this is, is this what life is supposed to be? I'm bored. I feel stuck. I feel bored in my life. Well, yeah, because your soul wants to grow and evolve and you're not helping it do that. The way to help and do that is to do the things that bring you excitement and joy. The things that bring you excitement are not the same things that bring me excitement. And we're not all meant to be excited by the same type of things. Because what brings you excitement is something that you're supposed to be doing to help humanity moving forward. It brings you excitement because it lights you up, which then lights other people up, which then lights you up. You do it to help yourself, which brings you excitement, which then helps others, which then helps you. It's like a full circle of things. But the things that excite me are what excites me, and I'm supposed to use them in some type of way. They're not always meant to be something that you're supposed to do to help other people. But usually by you doing things that excite you empowers other people to do things that excite them. So it's just a matter of living in alignment with yourself. Me doing life drawing in my spare time isn't meant to bring something to my business. It's just meant to release that creativity that I have within me, which will probably ultimately help my business in some way, shape, or form. But it also empowers you to do the things that bring excitement to you. Me wanting to learn Spanish, which is a goal of mine for 2021, isn't ultimately to bring something to my business or, or, or something like that, but it probably empowers other people to maybe want to learn the foreign language that they've been wanting to learn. Or maybe I'll get to the point where I can then give Akashic Record readings or Reiki or things like that in Spanish. It's only going to enhance me. I don't know exactly why, but I do feel called to want to be fluent in Spanish and so i'm going to learn that i also want my future children to be fluent in spanish so it's only going to be beneficial for me to also be fluent in spanish to then assist my children in being fluent in spanish we don't always know fully the reason why we're feeling called to learn something or do something in our lives it's just up to us to take action on it and to just do it not overthink it we feel called to do it for a reason and instead of trying to find a reason why we feel called to do something how about we just do it the more that we actually just do it we get out of our own way and allow ourselves to blossom you know, nature outside doesn't overanalyze thinking like, oh my God, I need to grow. I need to bear fruit on my tree. No, it just does it. We need to be more like nature. We need to be more like the flowers that are growing and bud ourselves, allow our flowers to blossom, like the trees to blossom, everything. It's meant to go through those changes. We're meant to be growing and pushing and evolving. We just need to stop overanalyzing and overthinking things and stopping ourselves from doing what we know is going to bring some type of greatness into our lives. The more that we allow ourselves to get out of our own way, the easier life is. The more that you allow yourself to place these bricks that you have within you that you're holding the more your path just falls in front of you and one foot in front of the other, you're walking on this path and then you keep placing bricks and you keep walking forward. And like I said, you're never going to see the path in front of you and you're never going to see the end destination of your path because that's not the purpose of life. If we all knew what the end destination looked like in our path of life, what fun would life be?
We're meant to just be living our lives to the fullest no matter what without knowing what the end destination is going to look like. If you saw at the end destination that you were going to be a billionaire with a huge house and and all your, the children that you wanted and houses in different locations and all these things, you might not do what you need to do to actually get to that point. You would just assume that that was just going to happen. Nothing is just going to happen. Opportunities will come our way when we are in alignment with those opportunities, when we are energetically at a vibration to receive those opportunities. But it takes us moving forward and trusting that this thing that we're doing at this point is then going to lead us to the next thing, which is going to lead us to the next thing, which is going to lead us to the next thing, which this will ultimately lead you to whatever it is that you want in your life. If you want to be a millionaire, you have the potential and that is a part of your purpose to be a millionaire because the fact that you can even grasp the concept or even think the thought to be something means that you can be that thing. That that is something that is already in your soul's purpose. If you even realized how strong and powerful your brain is, your mind, you would never think a negative thought. You would never question this concept of being a millionaire because you would know the fact that you can even think the thought means that that is something that you will have in your life. But many of us, we think the thought, I want to be a millionaire. And then we're like, I can't be a millionaire because of this, because of this, because of this, because of this. And then we literally block ourselves from actually being the thing that our soul is telling us is possible for us to be. Next time, and this is a lot of the stuff that I help my clients with in life coaching and things along those lines. Next time, when these thoughts are coming about your way, what are you doing to change the thought patterns? the belief patterns that you have for why you can't be that thing or the negative thoughts that come about when these positive ones come. The negative thoughts are your ego coming forward trying to tell you why you can't get there because your ego wants to keep you small. Your ego doesn't fully want to see you evolve and grow because being small keeps you in comfort. It keeps you complacent because evolving and growing energetically can be very uncomfortable. It's difficult. The body feels uncomfortable because it's shifting shifting into a new energetic vibration. But the more that we allow ourselves to lean into that and shift into these new energetic vibrations, the more that these things that we want to align with come into our life in a much easier way. The other thing is, is that just because you receive an intuitive download about something doesn't mean that it's just going to happen easily. So like I said, say you have five intuitive downloads about something. If you start taking action on a few of them and they're working very easily for you, keep doing those. If there's one and it feels like you're pushing and forcing and really trying to shove something, let go of that one. Anything that's not really working with ease, let it go. That doesn't mean you're not going to come back and work in that area in some way, but it's feeling forced and anything that is feeling forced isn't flowing with ease. And ultimately when we're navigating into these new territories, it's supposed to flow with ease. It's not supposed to feel forced and pushed and shoved. It is supposed to be easy. Life is supposed to be easy. When we're in flow and we're in trust and allowing ourselves to move forward with these intuitive messages, life is supposed to flow easily. And anywhere where it's not flowing easily, that's where we need to maybe shut that door or reshift how we're working something there to get it to a place where it is flowing with ease. So clairaudiently going back, these 
random thoughts or ideas out of nowhere, which for me pop up in a multitude of ways. But when I first started receiving messages, it would be when I was doing something else because they would show up as random ideas or thoughts out of nowhere when I was doing something. Like a lot of times it would be when I was out on a walk. And a lot of times for me personally with this forward movement, it's like my body's actively moving forward where it's like these downloads about things for me to take action on, these bricks for me to place would come through at that time. When I'm on a walk, a lot of times I'm in a a relaxed theta state. So it's easy for these messages to come through. It also can be, you know, have you ever been driving in your car and you kind of zone out and you're thinking about something and a couple minutes go by and you're like, I don't even know how I just got to this point because I can't even remember the driving that I was just doing because I was really zoned in on this thing. It's kind of like that. That's usually when messages are coming through. Or sometimes when I'm washing dishes, it's like the sound of the water draining out other thoughts allows me to just receive messages that are meant to come through at that time. And again, they can be very simple things like, call this person, apply for this job, go get a massage, go for a walk, drink more water, eat more of this. It can be very small things. It's not always, like I said, huge astronomical things, but each thing plays a part. You know, Maybe you're driving in your car and all of a sudden you get a message, go to Target and you go to Target and you're like, oh yeah, well, I need to pick up this and this and this. And you go to Target and then you meet this man in the aisle and this man ends up being your partner. If you never would have went to Target at that time, you never would have met that person. Again, you just intuitively felt guided. I'll never forget this. When I was just had my spiritual awakening and I was in the midst of doing a lot of cleansing, I was drinking a lot of celery juice at that time and I was paying like $2.99 for one head of celery. And all of a sudden I received a download to go to Target and this Target that I went to had celery on sale for 10 cents, organic celery for 10 cents. It's like they had some overabundance of celery and I bought like a hundred celery heads for $10, which would have usually cost me way more than that because I was paying $2.99. And after I bought all this celery, I went back to my car and I received a download sitting in my car like, we guided you here the celery. And I was just like, wow, thank you so much. And it's just as simple as that. Like that didn't have something to do with like the grand scheme of what my life is, but it just was a way for me to save money and get all this celery for a really, really cheap price. You understand? So again, not each thing is going to be some astronomical event. It may also be a message, you know, like don't forget to bring this into your into the house, you know, out of your car. That's just something to help you make your life easier. Yesterday, I was wanting to find this painkiller that I have called willow bark, and I'm pretty sure I spoke about willow bark a few months back when I was talking about when I fell in Sedona, and I needed to get this willow bark, and I couldn't remember where I had put it, where I had packed it in my car, and I was walking last night, and I asked intuitively, like, where did I put this willow bark? And then after like 10 minutes into my walk, I received a message like, it's in that bag in the backseat of your car. And I went to the backseat of my car after my walk and that's exactly where it was. So you can also intuitively ask questions to receive answers for things, but you have to have your trust muscle build enough to actually trust and believe 
what it is that you're receiving. The more that you've built your trust muscle, the easier it is to trust and believe. So many times now when I can't find something, I do this, I ask a question, and I'm 99% of the time guided to exactly what it is that I'm missing or that I can't find or that whatever it is in my life, I'm guided to it. So you can ask questions in that way. The next clear sense that I'm gonna talk about is clairvoyant, which is seeing visions. So this is something that a lot of people experience in my Reiki meditations where they'll say, I saw an eagle, or I saw myself doing this, I saw myself going here, or I saw this person, or I saw a spirit guide, or I saw myself being bathed in gold flakes, or whatever it is, it literally can be anything. When I'm in an Akashic Record reading, I'm using really all of my clair senses, but a lot of times when I see past lives for clients, I'm visually seeing their past life, almost like a movie in my mind's eye. When I say my mind's eye, I'm talking about my third eye, which is in the middle of my forehead. Obviously, that's where I focus my attention during Reiki and during meditations, during Akashic Record readings. That is where I am like watching this movie. Whenever I'm in my own meditations or in just a moment of wanting to connect with my highest self, I will see visions that way. And it does it looks like a movie. Usually you're seeing and receiving these messages when your eyes are closed. Occasionally I will receive a clairvoyant message with my eyes open and I think that's just because I'm very spiritually connected at this point so I can kind of visually see something but a lot of times it's really when my eyes are closed and it's like a movie and it's just information that shows up in like a movie form in your mind's eye and then it's up to you to kind of decipher that information so that's how clairvoyant messages come through. Clairsentient is a feeling in the body so it's your senses so this is like a gut feeling to do something this can be you thinking about something and then receiving full body chills that's a message this can be tingly or even just a feeling of like somebody having their hand on your shoulder it's kind of just like a guidance it's not like a really scary feeling it's just like a you sensing it it's because sentient is your senses i also um, my throat becomes blocked up or I need to clear my throat when there is something that's kind of guidance. Clairvoyant with the visions and clairaudient were my two main intuitive senses for a very long time and my clairsentient has grown and evolved whereas now when I'm in an Akashic Record reading with a client, I'm feeling so much of what they're feeling and I can't help that. It's just happening as it's happening and I'm really surrendered to that. That too is just up to you to allow yourself to trust the feelings that you are having, these gut feelings to go do something or about something. That's your guidance there. Again, full body chills when you're thinking about something or when you're going and doing something that is just a guidance of you receiving it. As you grow that trust muscle, you'll also continue to experience it in more ways. Like I said, with my my throat and certain things that I feel, I also will get um, a thumping, a pounding in my third eye when there's information and then there's just this feeling of that information. It's just up to us to trust those things. Claire Cognizant, which I feel like is one that 
either some people start with this or it takes them a bit of time to kind of get to the point of their claircognizance. It's a knowing. It's just a knowing about something. You don't know why you know it, but it's just a knowing. I feel like all of my clair senses are kind of equal at this point, but I can't really explain. Like there's just a knowing that things are going to be fine and or a knowing of going to do something or a knowing about somebody maybe somebody else that you're close with or a knowing about something in your life or a knowing that you're just going to receive this job or something like that it's just a knowing about it it's not really something i can really explain many people who do utilize this intuitive sense they understand they're like yeah it's just a knowing i just know this and that's the end of it that's that's it so those are the four clair senses. All of them obviously are relevant to the aspect of taking action on them. Each one is like a brick. Not one is more important than the other one. What I recommend for anyone who's in the beginning phases of connecting with their intuition is keeping a journal. This is what I used to do in the beginning. I don't know, what is it? Two, three years ago where I didn't actually have a physical journal. I just had a note in my phone because I almost always had my phone on me. So I had a note in my phone that just had all of my downloads. And sometimes they weren't even things to actively take action on. Sometimes they were just pieces of things. Like in the beginning, it was sometimes I would just receive guidance just about Egypt. And so now I know at this point I have past lives of when I lived in Egypt and I'm very connected with Egypt and Isis and Horus and all these things in regards to Egypt. And I'm currently going to be learning and enhancing with Egyptian alchemy this year. But when I first received these messages three years ago, I didn't know what exactly what it was guiding me to within Egypt. I just felt guided with that information. So it's not, you might not know all of the details about it at the time but just paying attention to all of the intuitive downloads that you are receiving allows things in your life to be easier i recommend for a week or two weeks or three weeks or a month just paying attention to any of the random ideas or the gut feelings or the feelings in the body or the knowings anything like that and just taking note of them and then after that time going back and looking and seeing where are the similarities and things if there's multiple times where you're feeling guided to go and take action on something or go and take a workout class or this or that just start taking action on them if all of a sudden you're getting the download to read a certain book just buy the book and read it that book has some type of guidance that you're meant to have in your life buy the book if that book is showing up in your life, if anything is ever showing up in your life more than one time, if you see something in the physical more than one time or it pops up on your social media more than one time, anything that shows up more than one time is guidance from your highest self or from source or from your spirit guides. Get the book, get whatever that thing is, whatever that guidance is, go and do that thing. That's also guidance coming through in the physical form. It's up to you to just take action on it ultimately you can take action on it whenever you want time doesn't exist in the ethers it it only exists in our time so to them maybe you taking action on it now or you taking action on it in 10 years is just like a blip of a second but for us the more that we just take action on things and we allow things to move forward 
the faster things change and evolve in our own lives. Ultimately, if you've got a hundred books that are showing up for you, no, can you read a hundred books at one time? No, you can't. Just pick one and start with that one and then start keep growing with that. I have a list of hundreds of books. I can't read them all at one time, but I still write them down and know that I wanna go back and at some point when I do read that book, that's exactly when I'm meant to read it. You'll get to the point with your intuition where you won't actually need to see something two times to know that it's guidance coming through. You'll see it one time and be like, I need to do this. And that's it. You'll just know that. You'll know that that's what's coming for it. In the beginning, I used to ask for a sign and ask for something to show up for this. And it would show up two times, three times, four times, five times. And I would keep seeking out like, I need more of this and this and this. And now I know when something shows up one time, it's just being guided to me and I need to just receive it and take action on it. So now I don't fight it so often. But it can be hard in the beginning when you don't have that strength of your trust muscle to know like, is this a sign? Is this not a sign? If you're asking if it's a sign, guess what? It's a motherfucking sign. Like if you have to even ask yourself, is this a sign for something? Then yes, it's a sign. Also, you should know that any guidance coming from your highest self or from source or from your spirit guides or anything, it is always coming from a place of light and love. You're never going to be guided to do something bad to yourself or do something bad to somebody else or do something to harm yourself or someone else. You will only be guided to things that are going to bring more light and love and peace within yourself. You're never going to be guided to be doing something negatively. If anyone ever says or or tries to promote saying, oh, well, I was guided to do this thing to kill this person. No, that is not coming from source. That's not coming from your highest self. That is coming from their ego or from some negative entity or something that is within them. But you will not be guided to do something negative, to put yourself in harm's way, to do something that is going to bring bad within your life. It will only be bringing good into your life. So also know that and trust that. You are always being guided from a place of light and love when it is coming from your highest self. So some ways that you can connect with your intuition is this is why it's so important to have rituals of silence and quiet within your life. Each of us can receive messages at a multitude of different times. I'm a water sign, so a lot of times when I'm in water, I'm receiving downloads. Specifically, when my body is engulfed in it, like in the bath or in the ocean, my guides like to give me messages a lot at that time. But even when I'm just in the shower, or like I said, washing dishes, when there's water involved, my guides give me messages. I receive messages when I'm out on walks. Um, When I'm in my meditations in the morning, I receive messages. When I'm in Reiki, receiving Reiki and giving Reiki, I receive messages. Anytime when I'm in a moment of silence, I recently got to the point where I just put on Hertz frequencies and I'm actively in a moment of receiving. Like, what do you want me to know right now? I genuinely ask that question. What are you trying to tell me? What do I need to know right now? Sometimes there's messages and guidance for my business or for life coming through at that point. Other times it's just, you need to relax. You need to breathe. You need to release this. Then that's the same, just as important, like I said, as the other messages any of that information, I just allow myself to receive it. If you're overthinking or overanalyzing and trying to figure out your messages clairaudiently, that's your ego. The more that you can silence your ego, silence your thoughts, and just allow yourself to be in receiving mode, the more you're going to be in receiving mode. So you have to create a ritual of building this intuitive trust every single day. So again, having 
a 10 minute say ritual of listening to hertz frequencies and surrendering and allowing yourself to receive or asking intuitively when you're out on a walk or when you're in your shower or when you're in your bath or maybe when you're journaling in the morning you want to just ask questions intuitively you can ask the questions directly you can just write them down and then you can go about your day and see what information comes for you during the day about that topic that you're asking that's messages coming from your highest self you can do automatic writing you can write down a question or you can ask it in your mind's eye or you can speak it verbally whichever way feels right to you is fine and you can then put your pen to the paper and allow whatever comes through to come through and write it all out on your paper and let it go and let it go and let it go and whatever keeps coming through let it go for five minutes ten minutes whatever you want to and see what comes through about that topic that is you channeling information from your highest self i have a huge cosmic team i have a lot of spirit guides i have a lot of member family members who've passed over and who are wanting to give me information i have my highest self i have my spirit animals i have source which i call source sophia which i haven't spoke too much about that but since i read the sophia code which is an extremely powerful book i've been calling source sophia and this is since november of 2020 and so i say source usually here on the podcast because i think that that makes other people feel comfortable but ultimately when i speak to source i call it sophia you can also call it god you can call it the universe I have never personally felt a connection with the term God uh, as well as with the male patriarchy aspect of what God is portrayed as in our modern society. And when I read the Sophia Code, I had never felt a much stronger connection with how Source was described as it was referring to it as Sophia. And so that is something that is a personal choice by me it is up to us your personal relationship with source is your personal relationship if you want to call it papa if you want to call it maria if you want to call it mama whatever you want to if you want to call it source universe for a long time i called it universe but i ultimately realized that source created the universe so i didn't feel as much of a connection with calling it universe like God created the universe and the way that I refer to God is Sophia. But it's up to us each individually to have our own internal dialogue with whatever source resonates as you. Like it doesn't really matter. It's just your personal relationship. And as long as you're growing and enhancing your personal relationship with source, whatever that looks like for you, that is all that I care about. We're not all meant to have the same relationship with source. Our own personal individual relationship is our own. And however you decide you want to refer to source is all that matters. Anything else is irrelevant. It is. It does not matter what I refer to source as or what you do or what anyone else is. We're all meant to have our own relationships. We're not meant to judge another on their relationships. We're meant to have our own personal individual relationships and that's all that matters and i think my biggest issue with the religion nowadays is that it puts so much judgment and worry and fear imprinted on so many people that you need to be a certain way and you need to believe it the way that this person believes it and everyone needs to believe this that's not your relationship with source is your relationship and whatever you want to call source is up to you I call it Sophia, and that is what makes me feel the most 
comfortable in my own body and makes me have a deeper, stronger inner connection. Ultimately, when I'm receiving messages, whether they're from spirit guides or animal totems or Sophia or my high self, I don't really care who it's coming from. I believe that it's all ultimately coming from the same place. I just am happy that I'm receiving the messages. And so every single time I actually verbally say out loud, thank you, Sophia. Whenever I see a butterfly flying by, I know butterflies. And right as I said that, a yellow butterfly just flew by my window. Anytime I see a butterfly fly by, I literally say out loud, thank you, Sophia. Or I see a bird, eagles and hawks and these other more falcon-like type birds are also spirit guides of mine. I literally say out loud, thank you, Sophia. You can say just thank you in general. You don't really have to put it to a specific person or anything like that or any type of guide or whatever. But recognizing and knowing that any of these things showing up in your life is guidance coming from above and expressing gratitude in that way is just you being in a deeper co-creation with the universe, knowing that these things are showing up because they are being sent to you. And that's all that we need to really worry about. That's all that we really need to focus on within our lives. My newest tattoo that I just recently got in Austin is I am that I am and I am all that I am. And I actually wanted a tattoo similar to this when I was very young. I went to Catholic church, but actually I used to go with my friend to these Christian churches, which were a bit more non-traditional than the way the Catholic church is. And I always was really intrigued by how like the Christian church was considered a church where it really, it really felt like you were going to like play. And then there would be like some church stuff sprinkled in, but it never really was like the same type of church as when I went to Catholic church was all, all the regular ups and downs and host and all these things or whatever. I had heard this phrase. I can't remember the people who it spoke about in the Bible, but I had listened to this Bible story at some point during my childhood when I was like 12 or 13 years old. And one of the disciples was going through the desert and the devil was tempting him. And he said to the devil, like, I don't need to prove anything to you. You know, I have God on my side. And the devil said, well, if you have this God, then show him to me. Tell him to show up to me. Tell him to prove himself to me. And then the disciple went to God and said, this is what, you know, the devil's saying or whatever. And I can't remember even if it was the devil, but it was somebody who was trying to tempt or question this disciple's belief system. And so then God said, I don't have to prove myself to anyone. I am that I am. And so the first part of this, my tattoo is I am that I am. And so I had always kind of remembered that story in my mind and I've never been able to find it in the Bible ever since then. I've tried many times to look for it and I have no idea where it is or even how this story goes or even if I heard it in church or maybe I dreamt it. I don't even remember, but it's something that I remember from my childhood when I was 12 or 13 years old. And then when I was reading the Sophia Code in November, the same thing comes up. It's a different way that it's spoken about in the book, but she responds saying, I am that I am and you are all that I am, which is basically saying I am divine light and protection and you are also divine light and protection. You are, God is within you. You are also God. We are all meant to live this godly way. And so I felt so connected and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get this tattoo. 
I, I couldn't get it out of my mind. I was, it, it brought me back to that moment when I was younger. I was like, oh my gosh, I am that I am. Like, I cannot believe that it says this in the Sophia code. I feel so divinely connected to this. And then when I was in Big Sur and I had done mushrooms there and I had this really extremely powerful spiritual experience, which I'll talk about here on the podcast, probably coming shortly. I asked intuitively, I was having a conversation and I was out underneath the stars and the message that came through was, I am that I am and I am all that I am. And that's the tattoo that I got. I am that I am and I am all that I am, which is I am me and that is all that I am. Like this, I am source within me and that is all that I am. And that is all that I ever need to worry about and focus on is that my being is that I am. And that is all that I am. <laughs> and also I love that four is my number in this tattoo it says i am four times and i just love that so much and so also at the end of that tattoo there's a period i don't need to explain myself or defend myself to anybody if somebody wants to miss see me or project or have some understanding in their own mind of who i am as a person the only thing i need to worry about is that i am and for them if they cannot see me fully as myself if they're projecting whatever insecurities or things that they have in their own lives in myself to remind myself is i am that i am and i am all that i am i don't have to fit into your mold of who you think i need to be for you i just need to be me living my life with source through me because i am love and light the way source Sophia is love and light. It's within each of us. And so anyways, it's extremely important to me. And this tattoo, I love it so much. I got it on my forearm and every single day when I look down on it, it honestly could bring me to tears because it just connects me so strongly intuitively with myself and knowing that my only purpose is to live a life of light and love as Sophia would live as light and love. And it's just a beautiful feeling inside. So that is everything with your intuition don't beat yourself up if you don't has have as deep of a connection as you would like to have at this point it's a practice start committing to a 10 minute daily practice of starting to try and connect with this ask yourself and see how you are receiving these messages it's just up to you to be in a place of receiving them and we do not receive messages when we are over analyzing and overthinking and when we're surrounded by a ton of people why do you think that monks and prophecies and disciples and jesus and all these people spent time in silence spent time with themselves spent time fasting in these moments of clearing and cleaning the body the clearer your vessel is the easier you are to receive your body is in receiving mode because it's not wasting time and energy digesting food and all these things you're not going to receive messages when you're surrounded by 20 people or when you're you're at a party or, or it's like when you're you're external things are navigating your life it's you're not in a state of peace and divinity within yourself to be receiving messages it's through silence it's through reconnection it's through nature it's through water it's through so many things like that that you are in a state of receiving mode obviously we're always receiving messages but many of us just are not aware that we are receiving messages and so creating the silent time creating the rituals all of that is what is putting you in a place to receive 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 now at my point in life because i am connected and i'm receiving all the time i do receive messages all the time even when it is a busy place but it is much harder 
than when you're sitting in a place of ritual and silence and connection. You know, create a safe space, create an altar with, you know, candles and crystals and essential oils and things that really calm your body and put you at a place of peace. This puts you at a place of being in receiving and then start having those intuitive conversations asking those questions to receive this is how you receive many times now i'll be having a verbal conversation where i'm actually speaking as myself and speaking as my highest self or sophia it's like i'm having a back and forth but i'm actually verbally speaking it and i do this many times when i'm out walking this is something just recently that i've been doing i also did this while i was driving all over the united states in my car it's like i'd be having these verbal conversations and it was a conversation with source but it only happened as i continued to grow and enhance my own spiritual gifts and that's all that we need to focus on and all that we need to worry about in our lives as always as i said in the beginning you can book akashic record readings in the bio below you can email me about life coaching if that's something that you're also interested in you can sign up for the new moon reiki and get five dollars off using the code podcast new moon all of that is in the description below i appreciate all of you i love all of you thank you all so much for showing up today and being here with me do random acts of kindness give back to others do something nice maybe bake a friend some cookies or some cupcakes or whatever or buy them pizza. I don't care. You can do random acts of kindness to the people that you love and care about as well. It doesn't have to be random strangers. Doing nice things for the people that we love is extremely important and it just makes us better people in giving back to others, which again is always giving back to ourselves. I appreciate all of you. I love all of you. I hope that you have an absolutely fabulous day, an amazing weekend, and I will see you in the next one. Bye.